Welcome to the Social University Podcast. We are so glad you're joining us today because we want to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and people just like you who want to build their business online. Listen, if we can do it, you can do it. So let's go. Small business owners wear many hats, and one of the most valuable assets of a small business owner is their time. So planning ahead so that you know what you're supposed to be doing and when you're supposed to be doing it is a big deal. So today, we are going to talk about how to generate your own content calendar for social media, what the benefits are, how you're going to do that, and what it's going to look like. So let's go ahead and get started. Let me turn my sound up so you guys can hear me. Um, Okay. First and foremost, what's a social media calendar? What does that mean? Well, it's a detailed overview of your upcoming social media posts. That's pretty much it. You can organize it by category, date, time. Most people organize by date and time. Um, It can take the form of a document, a spreadsheet, um, a worksheet. Just you have to work with whatever works for you. Um, Dashboard, what works for you. Uh, and why, why do you want to do this? Why does this matter? You know, I'm th- doing just fine. I'm posting, you know, once uh, every couple of days, it's fine. Ramping up to post or to create a post takes time. And every time you have to stop what you're doing and go think about what you're going to post, you are killing time. If you can sit down and knock it all out for your entire week and a couple of hours, not only do you streamline the process and save save yourself time, you are also going to be more consistent in your posting and more consistent in your messaging. So that's why it's so important for you to plan ahead. It allows you to save time. It allows you to um, be more consistent, all that stuff. Organized. That's the word I'm looking for is organized. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Where do you start? Well, the very first thing you're going to want to start with is an audit. You need to check your insights and see what's working and what's not working. And if you're curious, go back to last week. We literally covered that last week, how to self-audit your social media platforms. One of the best things you can do is go through and check all the platforms for your company name because it allows you to find out if you have any imposter accounts or spam accounts, which is huge right now because um, Facebook's getting hammered with uh spammers, hackers. If you haven't gotten at least two or three emails every day that says you're in some violation, congratulations, because the rest of the world is getting those on the regular. So it allows you to check your um, for imposter and comments and that kind of stuff. You want also not just social media, but you also want to check your website. What keywords are people using to get to the website and which social media platforms are working the best for you? If you're spending a ton of time on Instagram, and everybody's clicking through from Facebook, you might need to change your strategy. So you need to find out where your resource traffic is coming from. That way it allows you to focus better. Uh, You're going to make sure all your profiles are complete. Your contact information is there. You're consistent in your branding. And it also allows you, of course, most importantly, to see what is working and what is not working. So first thing on the list, audit. Check insights, check your social media, check your website. Very first thing. Okay, number two. Now you need to verify that you're on the right platform. Um, I'll, I've said this before and I will say this many more times. You cannot be all things to all people. It is almost impossible for a small business owner to be on all of the major seven social media platforms well and consistently. It's just a ton of work, especially with short video and long form video. 
that you'd be generating content constantly. Now, if you have a team that can help execute, that's great. Highly recommend it. But still, you want to be as focused on the platforms that work for you as possible. So as you're looking through your insights, where are you getting your best traction? Where are you getting your best engagement? I always tell small business owners, start with one platform and get really good at it. Get comfortable with it before you add another platform. Two to three platforms normally is plenty. That's all you really need. You just need to make sure that they're working for you. Is it something that you're getting back what you're putting in? And it's okay to stop posting. I'm, I'm very hesitant to abandon a platform, but if it's not working for you, quit you know, throwing good money after bad by spending more and more and more time on it. Now, I understand wanting to revive a platform or wanting to grow on a specific platform, but again, you have to determine, is this the best use of my time and my energy? Okay. So now that you know which platforms you're going to be on, you need to generate, um, it's, it's time to start creating. We have a template that you can use. It's free. We are updating it to 2024 this week. We'll make sure and include that link in the notes for you later this week so that you can have your own template. There are free templates everywhere. Um, Hootsuite has a good one just off the top of my head, that's also a good one. I think it's actually written in the same format as ours is. We use a spreadsheet for our brainstorming session so that you can kind of get it like a whole two weeks at a glance. So now you're going to pull out your template so you can start your brainstorming. One of the first things you're going to do is you're going to determine themes and um, topics. What does that mean? It means that you are going to go through and mark special occasions and holidays and go ahead and determine your monthly themes. For example, um, we just had New Year's. We just had MLK. We just, and if you guys don't know, MLK is the largest service day in our state. It's when everyone volunteers for nonprofits so they can make a difference. That was a huge message, um, Martin Luther King Jr., who talked about you, you need to serve. Great big service day. So if you are working with a nonprofit like Safe House and they're having a volunteer event, that's a great thing to post leading up to that event so that people will know that they can volunteer. Um, Valentine's Day, you might center your theme around love, customers we love, vendors we love, team members we love. You see where I'm going with this? That way it gives you content topics so that you can go through and create your rotation. Um, you want to do that for, I would say, no less than a quarter at a time. Um, some people, if you tell them it's a year, it's overwhelming to sit down and generate a whole year. So do what you can handle. I would say somewhere between three to six months at a time. That way you're not constantly having to redo the process. Twice a year, easier than six times a year. It, it is. So you're going to create your themes for the month. You're also going to, for the year, you're also going to take a look at special holidays that might apply to you. Um, women's business day, women's international women's day, um, social media manager day, social media day. These are all days that are important to me and my team. If you are a retailer and you sell hot dogs, you need to know when National Hot Dog Day is. If you sell ice cream, you need to know when National Ice Cream Day is. That way you can celebrate these as your own holidays and it helps you create your rotation and really generate your calendar and get every, you don't want to be the only vendor that sells ice cream that doesn't observe that holiday. That's super frustrating. So just make sure that you're checking your holidays and your themes. That's the first thing you do. You're going to go ahead and get your themes ready, get your holidays ready. Okay, now we're going to 
go on and we're going to brainstorm ideas or categories for content and we're going to generate a two-week rotation. We normally have a two-week rotation for each platform. That doesn't mean you can't repeat information or even content. You just don't want to do it on the same platform on the same day. So what does that look like? Some really great categories that you might want to consider are tips, how-tos, trends, um, special tricks for what you do, insights into your industry, highlight vendors, an employee, or a local business, testimonials. You can use quotes or for motivation. Depending on the um, personality of the account, sometimes those don't do very well. But if that's who you are, if you're in leadership training, those quotes can be great. Motivation quotes can work great for you. You have to see what works for you. Humor works for us. You can use previous content that has succeeded in the past and user generated content is highly overlooked. These are just some suggestions for categories. So you're going to go through and make your two week rotation. So your first and third Tuesday might be testimonial Tuesday where you highlight a testimonial. Your um, if you're a wedding vendor, what's uh, wedding tips? Wednesday might be your second and fourth. Be consistent and generate your rotation so that you're not constantly scrambling for a topic when you are generating your own content. Plus, it is so much easier. If you know you're going to do two testimonials a month, it is so much simpler to go into Canva and generate both testimonials at the same time. That way you're eliminating your ramp up period later to generate that graphic. Knock them out. Get it done at one time. You can knock out three or four graphics and put them in a safe folder in a safe space. Of course, they're going to stay on Canva. That way, when it's time for you to actually go in and schedule, your content's ready to go. It's right there at your fingertips. Just smart. Easier to ramp up that way. So once you have your information filled in, you do want to consider the rule of three. Very important. About a third of your content is going to promote your business or help you generate leads. One third of your content is going to come basically sources that align with your industry. That would include your how-tos, your tips, your recommendations. For us, it includes app recommendations, program recommendations, something that makes sense with our industry. And then the other third needs to either engage directly with your end user, like questions, responding to comments, or reposting user-generated content. I cannot stress enough how important it is to integrate user-generated content into your plan. People like to see that you're paying attention. That's how you build a community. And when you respond to these questions with a video answer, it goes a long way. It is a lot of times, especially for me, very difficult to answer a question in two or three sentences. So much easier to do it in a video because a lot of the questions we get are kind of complicated and I can't just write it in two or three sentences. How do I recover a hacked Facebook page? I cannot write that in two sentences. So we respond with a video. This allows you, of course, you're generating more content, but it lets people know that you are open to their suggestions. You are open to filling, fulfilling what they need from you. And that's, that's an awesome thing. So one third is promoting your business. One third is your industry. And one third is in um, engaging with your community. You also want to remember um, the 80-20 rule, Pareto's principle, don't oversell. People want to buy from you. If they know and trust you, know trust like you, they are more than happy to buy what you are selling, but you can't sell it every day. It's like a savings account. You put into it, you put into it, you put into it, and then once in a while you take out of it. You have to give more than you get. That's just the way it is. And I am a firm believer in the more you give, 
the better you get. So make sure you give, give, give. Um, there are multiple creators, multiple instructors that will teach you. You can give literally give everything away for free and still make a great career out of what you're doing. I agree with that. It's okay. I, I'm, you don't. We don't gatekeep. If you want to know the answer to a question, I'm going to tell you. Now, does that mean you can execute it yourself? Sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't, but I'm not going to keep the information from you. And these rules change constantly, constantly. I do get questions from other social media managers. I tried this. It didn't work. I can't even find where to go. Happy to help you. Not going to gatekeep. But yeah, that's part of the paying into the account before you take something out of it. That's just the way it works. You just don't want to oversell. And I am guilty of the opposite of that. We undersell. I don't ask for the sale enough. I am not the best about saying, hey, if you like this video, if you're interested in this content, like and follow us for more. If you like this information, do you like this content? Follow us on Facebook. Go sign up for our free newsletter. We have this cool tip of the week that comes out every single week in that newsletter that nobody else sees except you guys who are signed up. Terrible about it. I'm going to get better. That's on my list of things to improve for this year. So you will be seeing me do that more and more about, um, are you following us online? You need to do that. You also want to research and listen. You need to pay attention to what's happening in your industry, but you also want to research what's happening in your industry. Don't just trust your competition to tell you what you need to know. Go look and find out what is happening right now so you know where to focus and how you can assist your community in their education. Don't forget, you have to take the time to listen to your audience. If they're asking you questions, they are literally telling you what they want to know. Listen to that. You also want to collaborate. You can collaborate with other business owners. That makes total sense, especially if it's for a contest or a giveaway. You can collaborate with another business owner so that they might be able to provide the prize and you drive the contest. If uh, you have more followers than they do, it benefits both of you guys greatly. You don't have to come out of pocket for the prize and they are getting additional followers in the process. You also want to listen to input from your team. If you have a team, an administrative assistant, listen to them. They will talk to you. One of the big... um, One of the biggest complaints we have is when we have positive feedback or sometimes negative feedback for our clients and they don't want to hear us. We can help you steer the boat, but you have to listen to the directions. Nobody wants to hear their baby's ugly. I get that. Nobody wants to hear that what they're using isn't working. But as a small business owner, I'd rather hear that so that my business can grow than ignore it and my business sink. So listen to your team, listen to input from your industry, pay attention. Um, the next step in the process is now now that you've <clears throat> now that you've done your research, you <clears throat> I am so sorry. <clears throat> My apologies. I'm just apparently choked. This chokes me up. Hang on one second. Okay. It's all better. Now that you have done your research and you know which platforms are working for you, and you have created your themes and your special dates. You have added them to your content calendar along with ideas or categories for two weeks. Now it's time to actually generate your content. People, um, the two most popular ways to do this is uh, a spreadsheet. A lot of people use a spreadsheet and that's okay if you're getting started, but Asana is awesome. We love Asana because you can store so much information in there. You can do it by platform or by week or by month, however you want to set up your dashboard so that it's easy for you to see at a glance. 
and you can go back quickly and access other posts. You want to make sure you're including all the information you need so that when you're scheduling, it's just a direct copy and paste, your caption, your image, your URL. It allows you to put all that stuff together. So again, you're not scrambling later to find that stuff. You can schedule at this point, once you have your information created and your posts are up, again, love Asana. That's what my entire team uses. Now you're going to schedule those posts. Facebook is famous for not liking when people play in their sandbox. They don't like you to use second party or third party tools, third party tools for their scheduling. They want you to schedule directly inside the platform. So Instagram and Facebook can be scheduled directly in Facebook. You can use Hootsuite for a lot of these. However, they're not as free as they used to be. So tread with caution. And now all the platforms let you schedule. So once upon a time, and when I say that, I mean last year, LinkedIn finally got on board. Now you can schedule on LinkedIn. So now that you can schedule all of these cool things, do it. You can use Facebook for Facebook and Instagram. You can use um, Planoly for Instagram if you want to see it in the form of the graph. You can, of course, schedule YouTube and LinkedIn directly on YouTube and LinkedIn. You can even now schedule TikTok videos on your laptop. It allows you to schedule that content out so you're not a slave to what is happening online right at that specific moment. Again, one of the biggest resources that a small business owner has is their time. And every time you have to stop what you're doing and ramp up, it costs you money. So make sure this allows you to be organized ahead of time. Understand what's coming up so that it doesn't surprise you. Get that content ready based on the insights you already have on the platforms that work for you where your audience hangs out. That is how you generate a content calendar that works for your business. Now, all this month we're talking about planning. Next week we will be back and next week's topic is new tools, tools that will help you in 2024. We are, I promise you the top 10 but I don't even know that I can limit it to 10. So it's probably going to be more than 10, but we're going to talk about just like I did today. Hootsuite's great for analytics. Um, Asana is great for planning. I'm going to walk through each of these next week so that you understand what you can use that will help simplify your life in 2024. And then the last week of the month, we're going to talk about how to build a stronger community, not only online, but offline as well. That is it for me. If there is a question or a comment, feel free to leave a question or comment. DM me with questions. Until next week, I am Karen Taradis, and I'm here to help. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us for the Social University Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media at Stay Social U. That's the letter U. And we will talk to you next week. Remember, you've got this.